South Florida's Alternative 104.3 The Shark. Hi, I'm Erin. Welcome to a brand new episode of Open Swim. I'm joined by Deja. How's it going? Going good, chilling. <laughs> Deja, first I want to ask you how your band got your name. Yardage. Yeah, it's really, really weird, definitely. Um, so our manager, she used to own this place called The Junkyard out of Hollywood. And that place, when I met with my manager, Cheryl, she was like, I was going through a really hard time with music and just, you know, I kind of felt super out of place. Didn't really know where I wanted to go and stuff like that. And Cheryl really helped me. I guess, find myself in the industry and stuff like that. And that place that she owned is where we always had our rehearsals and stuff. And it was just like, to me, that place was magical. So I really wanted to like carry a little place, a little piece of that, you know, it set it down about two years ago, three years ago. So I wanted to carry like a little piece of that with the band and stuff. Cause you know, the band was a brand new project for me. So yeah, we came up with yardage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I'm just, I'd never heard it before. And I, I think it's cool that you took an element of that portion of your life and, and turned it into something that would be long lasting. That's cool. Absolutely. Yeah, it was super, yeah, it's, I mean, it's sentimental for me, you know, like the junkyard was a, helped me fall back in love with music and helped me find myself, stuff like that. So can we go backwards a little bit to how you started singing and performing in the first place? Yeah, I started probably, I recorded like my first like EP when I was like, I think 12 or something. And wow. New Jersey. Yeah. And then when I did that, that was when I kind of like, I discussed with my mom who's been a huge like driving force in my career and it's helped me with so much. So for a while I was a solo artist and then I did, you know, I was, I was doing more of the pop stuff. So I, I opened for Jake Miller, played it like got stuff like that. And then when I was like 17, I had, I had dropped for a little bit do virtual school during all this because I was also with a production label and um, they felt it was the smartest thing to do with you know, just focusing on training myself and stuff like that. When I turned 17, that was when I went back to school and I just had like huge like turn started listening to different music and you know I, I found myself all over again. <laughs> Does that cool. make sense? Yeah. Well I um, think too in different parts of your life not even so much reinvent yourself, but you kind of examine like what works and what doesn't. And you go, okay, moving Absolutely. forward, what do I do? Yeah, and that's that's exactly what went down. I don't know, like I just I remember when I was seventy, I started listening to a lot, a lot of jam bands, stuff like that. I we went, me and my friends, we could all these music festivals. I like a revelation that like I I knew I needed to be with a band. You know, like I knew that that was like next for my career. It's definitely um, paid off. I had the opportunity to see you a few <laughs> weeks ago at Gramps, and from the second. You opened your mouth. I was floored. Just your oh, voice man. is so beautiful. And it's yeah. like you're such a small, like in stature, you're a small person, but your voice fills a room just beautifully, no matter how many people are in it. Oh, my gosh. That means the world. Thank you so much. You're welcome so much. So I, I really enjoyed seeing you perform. And I enjoyed the way that you and your band interact and the music that you play. So share with the listeners what style of music you play, what some of your influences is. You mentioned going to festivals so I'd kind of like to hear who you've seen and and who during that time in your life influenced you yeah absolutely um so I, all of us you know everyone in the band we all come from such different backgrounds the guitar Nick he's like a huge punk rock fan um and then Alex is like a huge I mean Alex really likes everything the bass player he's he's like super just well-rounded you know like you can literally talk about any artist in the entire world, and he'll have a full-blown conversation about them with you. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's really, really awesome. And Jordan is, you know, he's total jazz head and hip-hop head, you know. 
uh, the drummer. He's, like, super, super awesome. And then Mike, Mike comes from, like, an EDM background. Like, that's his thing. He's a keyboard player. Um, so, and then me, I, I was, you know, when I had that whole thing when I was, when I was senior in high school, mm-hmm. I was following, like, widespread panic and the string cheese incident. Um, I, like, fell in love. That's when I discovered um, Tedeschi Truck Fan, and Susan Tedeschi became, like, the biggest influence uh, as a vocalist for me. You know, she's incredible, and I've, I've, I think I've watched every single live video I could possibly find. <laughs> That's so cool. She... <laughs> Back when she like first started, you know, I was her. I, I remember the first time seeing her live at Lock In, um, in Virginia, and I was floored. I mean, like I was just like, you know, I was starstruck. It was crazy. She thinks it's so much soul, so powerful. So, um, she was like a huge influence for me. And then, so yeah, our kind of music, you know. So, like I said, since we all came from such different backgrounds. In the beginning, it was so hard trying to come up with like a genre that. We felt, like, super happy making all together because we were like, oh, that's, like, too punk for me or, oh, I don't know, like a really jazzy Jordan, you know, like. <laughs> you had like, to, like, kind of like, rein everybody not- in. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know. And, you know, they would tell me, like, you know, Deja, we're not string cheese. We can't just, like, pull this out of our, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, we, um, so finally, I think, you know, our sound is, I think the sound that we're going for right now is it's really cool because, when I listen to her music, it kind of reminds me of where we're at, you know, like where we live and what we're about. You know, all the stuff is so feel good. And um, it's, you know, I wouldn't say it's like rock, like hard rock, you know, because it's, it's not, it's, it's more like feel good indie vibes. Riffs that Nick has been coming up with are just so vibe like, you know, like you listen to it, it's like you imagine yourself like in a car on the way to the Yeah, and that's always what I wanted because that's that's what we're about down here. You know, living down here. That was, that's like the best feeling ever. You know, you're getting in your car like on the way to the beach with your friends, and I think almost with every song we've kind of like accomplished that feeling. You know, and, and it's something like we have. You know, and when you think like beach, you think like reggae or something. But I mean, we don't really have the reggae influence or anything. Um, although we all love reggae, but you know we don't have that in our music as much. But it's just it's just that vibe, I would say. You know, it's just a feel good kind of indie vibe. Yeah, that laid back local. Absolutely. When you're making music, you're looking to connect with your audience, and it would stand exactly. to reason that you would play something that people can relate to in a way that feels like home. Exactly, and that's 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 exactly right. It's like when people listen to it, it's like it's so relatable, you know, because they felt that. Here, you know definitely you have shows coming up next month yeah so um actually well, this month we're gonna next weekend we're going up to new york for a showcase of the red bull records which we're super excited about and then next month we'll be back home we're gonna do a show in fort pierce on july 7th at sailfish brewing company like a really really cool spot they have awesome local beer july 15th we'll be at two and in fort lauderdale i love that spot like i love really that spot cool. too that's my neighborhood spot Oh, my gosh, I love it. It's so cute. <laughs> it is. It's a fun little place to see a show. And from all my friends that I know that have played there seem to really like that aspect of it, too. Yeah. It's, no, I love, I love, we love playing there. It's a really, really neat spot. That's cool. So tell me how you got involved with this showcase. So that was our publicist. She got that one. We're just, we're really excited because I, I'm from Jersey. But, so I've been, you know, I've been in New York a bunch of times, but I've yet to go there for music. So I'm way excited to see the other bands from New York and 
um, see what they're about because you know, it's such a big hub for a lot of music over in New York. Super, super excited about that one. That's awesome. How do you prepare for something like that? That's a good question. I think, you know, like this show, we've definitely been trying more to like, just like work out the like little kinks, little things here and there that like we've heard from other people and stuff like that. You know, like we're just trying to work towards a live show that kind of like all flows together down to like the banter amongst us. You know, it's like everything, every little thing, like not has to be planned out. You can't plan out banter, you know, there has to be some sort of method to that madness. Because it has to look as professional as possible, you know. But like I said, yeah, we've just been rehearsing like that, and you know, just being being patient with each other because we're being picky with each other. You know, picky with ourselves, right? And then, you know, then we call out each other on like, yo, I think you could do that a little bit better. Let's try to fix that, you know, like so. But overall, it's been awesome. We really are a family, so it's it's easy to understand. It's cool when you have a group of people that, like, you you all get it, you're all on the same page, and you can be real with each other like that, I think. Absolutely. I mean, and you have to be, you know. You can't really let your ego get in the way, especially when you're dealing with four other people. My manager says it the best, you know. It's like, it really is like a marriage. (laughs) It's like, you have to, like, know how to communicate with that person, and you're in a marriage with four other people, (laughs) you know. Yeah, no kidding. That's a lot. (laughs) Each person's so, but, needs, I mean, each like, person's communication yeah. style, like everything. Exactly. Really, really funny. But, <laughs> no, yeah, it's been awesome overall. It really has. Like I said, I'm super patient with each other. and We know that when we say something, it's because we mean the best, you know? So totally switching gears, who are some of the bands that you, uh, locally, that you like checking out or that you like playing with on the same bill when you get a chance? Oh, uh, locally, um, I, honestly, the, the, the bill at Grinch, which was Alex Leo and Sun Ghost, that was, like, awesome. Like, you know, they, they're definitely, Alex is an incredible performer. Sun Ghost, they have so, so much energy on stage. There's another band that's based out of down, that's based out of down here called Kids. They're super awesome. We do a show with them, but um, we plan to do one with them in the future. You know, there's also... Those other, like, we have a funk act that we're, like, you know, we absolutely adore as well, uh, called Exotic Yayo. They're, like, super, super cool. Yeah, I think, I think that's, you know, so many of them. Del Pelson's really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, I've had those guys on the show before. They're super fun. Very nice. Yeah, they're very, very cool. I love the singer Cal. He's, like, he has, like, the best persona on stage. You know, he, like, gets down with the crowd, but he's, like, still so chill and laid back. I yeah. just love it's cool too because when you get to see your peers do their thing you get inspired absolutely yeah oh my god no it's so true i you know and speaking of which like you know i sometimes i'm got i'm getting better but like you know i could be so awkward on stage sometimes like i've I've always been just a vocalist like i have to learn to incorporate that performance aspect learning how to like talk to the crowd and you know getting down with them and stuff like that and I think Cal is just, like, so creative, you know, because you can tell, like, he's, he's not this, I'm going to bang my head and go crazy with everyone. <laughs> the way he goes about it is just so badass. It's, it's awesome, you know? So he that was, like, his thing, you know? That was his niche. And I think being able to harness that and, and release it in a way that works for people and people mm-hmm. are into, that's a gift. That's a talent. that, And yeah. I, I totally agree with you with, in radio, it's it's similar in that like when we go out to an event and we have to get on stage and interact with people, you know, you don't want to just talk at people. You want people to feel like they're part of what you're doing. 
Yeah. And but you're standing there on your own, so you're trying not to be awkward. Exactly like you said, I've definitely been there. <laughs> where, cool. where you're like, Hey, like, I'm here, what's going on? <laughs> I'm a person and you're a people. <laughs> right? Oh, but you still have to make yourself look way cool, you know? Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So that actually leads me to a very good question that I ask a lot of people that I have on the show. What has been your best onstage experience and your worst or most embarrassing onstage experience? Oh, my God. Okay, I know the worst. So I was... <laughs> okay, it was, it, this was actually recent. That's a hard rock. And so, you know, I have, like, my, I have really long uh, dreadlocks, right. you know? Um, I was on stage and... I was, like, headbanging with Nick. Like, we were getting down. It was a competition. So we were, like, you know, like, all up on each other. Like, just all of us are going crazy. And my hair gets wrapped around one of his tuning pegs. Oh, my God. Dude, it was. And then at the same time, my XLR cable from my mic came out. I'm, like, what? Uh... I can't get out. But, like, it's, like, somebody, I don't know, the universe was on my side that day. Somehow my lock, like, I was able to get my lock out just in time for when I was about to, like, and then plug in my XLR just in time for when I was about to sing. Skills! But, yeah, everyone <laughs> totally saw me, like, like mid-headbang, get my hair stuck in head. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. And, like, I looked up at the crowd and, like, it was just, like, that, like, understanding, like, oh, my God, like, I'm cracking up, you guys are cracking up. <laughs> Let's just laugh at this together. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Um, and I think the best one was probably, I think at Okeechobee, we were one of the first, we were like the first act to play on Thursday, I believe. Okay. So we were like, oh, there's going to be like no one. And, you know, I, I went to music festival all the time. I, I would catch all the local acts, but, you know, like everyone is sleeping in their, in their tent, you know, like, <laughs> they're like recovering from the night before. So we're like all talking. I was like, ah, oh, no one's going to be at the show, but it's cool. Like, you know, we're playing at this really dope festival, whatever. Surprisingly, like a lot of people came out and it was so, it was so, it was a lot of people that we knew too. And, you know, a whole bunch of ranks as well. And the energy was just, it was just, like, not what we were expecting. So much better than what we were expecting. It was really, really, really awesome. I think that was, like, the best performance. That, that's so cool when you have, like, low expectation and then you get blown out of the water and you're like, oh, okay, so this was good after Absolutely. all. And we were still so excited, you know, because it was, like, I mean, Okeechobee, that's, like, a dream festival. That was a dream festival for us, and we got to play it, you know? Right. And we're just, we just accepted, like, oh, there's probably going to be nobody in the crowd, but it wasn't like that at all, and it just, like, that filled our hearts to the max, you know? Like, we were just so happy to be on stage, and all the people that we knew, all the people that, you know, we've met at shows and stuff like that were coming up front and singing along with our songs and stuff like that, and that was, like, a good feeling, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. That's super cool when that happens. Okay, so before I let you go, I want to make sure that everyone knows what social media platforms you're on and how to find you there. Yeah, so everything, Instagram, Facebook, is at Yardage, except for Twitter. Twitter's Yardage Music, at Yardage Music. Spell it. And that's Y-A-R-E-I-J. So it's the specific spelling of your, of the word yardage. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Deja, thanks for coming and uh, chatting with me today. I, I really had a good time talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. That's a lot. <laughs>